fucking ghost hoes. We're hoes about ghosts. Who's ghosts? These ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to add into that. (laughs) I don't know how to. What am I doing? What am I saying? What's going on? Where am I? Who are you? What's happening? Ah, yes. Who are we? We are the ghost hoes. Yes, we are. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. Welcome. Welcome to welcome to another great episode. Fantastic episode. This is going to be a really great episode, guys. I'm we're real pumped about it. I feel it in my bones (laughs) that are buried in my basement. What? Who said that? (laughs) There's something down there. I know it. I feel it. All right. In my basement bones. (laughs) (laughs) Connie is a bit hyped. What? drunk <laughs> i had to do something while i was writing these notes what do you it's all want good it's all good it i've happened. been too and sick was, to drink so and i was waiting for my food to arrive and then i had too many uh, not food liquid food without the food and <laughs> liquid lunch liquid dinner liquid dinner but food happened so i think i'm i'm evening out a little bit this is a baby bit <laughs> has anything spooky happened to you since we last spoke Oh, probably. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Me. Yes. Okay. So, weird thing happened last week. Maybe. I don't know if I talked about this. I was in my house, minding my own goddamn business, like I do, mm-hmm. when I heard this knock or thump underneath me. And mm. I was in the bedroom wing of the house, and that means the knock came from the crawl space. Oh, no. I hate it. <laughs> I hate the, that fucking crawl the space. The crawl space that I hate? Yeah, that one. That's oh, the only no. crawl space. That's the only space where you could crawl. Where you I gotta don't crawl. I like that at all. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I fucking hate that thing. That it, I think it's making that side of the house colder. Or maybe it's just John just constantly turning down the thermostat. Either way, <laughs> that could also be an option. But it's. I just like, what is that noise? What's underneath me? Must be the cats in the basement. That's the crawl space underneath me. What? Mm, hate it. I mean, mm-hmm. they could still be in the crawl space, but. Who knows? Mystery. I Don't hate it. Don't like that. Don't like it either. Oh my god, that reminds me of something else spooky happened to me. Ooh. I don't think I told you. No, okay. So, me and John, we're just watching a TV show. And then we hear this yell from outside. It sounds like somebody's somebody's wrong. There's like, ah! It's, Did you hear that? Like, yeah, I heard that. And we listen, to, and it happens again. And it's like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Somebody's in danger or something. So, and then it happens again. And John's like, wait, that's a cat. And I'm like, <laughs> is it? Happens again. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking cat. Oh my god. What? That asshole cat. I bet there's a cat, like, meowing at Schmooper in the other window or something like mm-hmm. that. And then I take a peek just like this. And I see, bam, right there, that big ass window in front of me, there's a big fat orange cat Aww. sitting right outside the window yelling at wallace who's just sitting there like fuck come at me bitch (laughs) i love it and i was was just so mad at this asshole cat who just gave me the biggest scare of like because it just sounded like somebody in the distance was in danger you know how cats yell sometimes and it's just uh, very upsetting when you're not expecting a cat oh no i told you that story (sighs) of mojo where I was sleeping yes. and he woke me up at like 3 a.m. talking to a fucking cat <laughs> through the oh balcony window. Yeah. Yeah. At least Wallace wasn't 
meowing back. He was just like, oh. I will own you. If you get through this glass, it's game on. <laughs> but yeah, so that that happened. I forgot to oh. write that down. Fucking cats, man. Outside cats? <sighs> Don't get me started. Keep your cats inside. <laughs> Otherwise, they come up to my fucking glass door. Right? <laughs> and I see them. And they harass my cats. What about you? Anything spooky happen to you? Yes, actually. So it happened today. Luckily, because otherwise we would have had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ghosts in my house know. Like, ooh, Q needs a, a spooky thing that happened to her. Let's do something. Quickly, so, creep her out. <laughs> so I was cooking, and from my bedroom, I heard something fall. So I came to check on the thing that that I thought fell, but, like, nothing... It didn't fallen. make sense. Like, no, I didn't know what had fallen. So then I'm like, this is weird. But then in the kitchen, the same sound of something falling, like it sounded exactly the same, mm-hmm. happened again. But it, it was definitely from the kitchen. And I was like, okay. So then I go into the kitchen. And again, there's nothing out of place or anything. So I'm like, all right. And that's really it. But it was still weird. It's just that the sound of things falling is happening in my house, but yeah. nothing is falling. Wow. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't happen again after that. It was just like something wanted me to go from room to room a couple times. Yeah, just, just look around. That's it. Be aware. Ha. Get my steps in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ghost. Always thinking about her health. Keep the heart rate up. All right, Connie, do you have any spooky news for us? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Breaking news cue. <laughs> oh my god, you're having such a hard time. It's so funny. I fucking hate reading sometimes. All right, so. A woman who texted her dead dad every day for four years has gotten an unexpected response. What? I'll tell you all about it. Chastity Peterson lost her stepdad or something four years ago and has been dealing with the loss by texting his phone number every day, keeping him up to date with what she's doing in her life and like how she's feeling every, every goddamn day she's been texting him. That's too many. Yeah, I know, but uh, that's some people, that's how they deal. Um, but what she didn't know was that uh, once a phone is disconnected, the phone number can be reassigned to someone. Yeah. As early as 45 days later. (laughs) So 45 days after her father's death, Chastity went from sending messages to her father in the afterlife to texting a stranger named Brad. Oh, Brad. Oh, Brad, indeed. On the fourth year anniversary of her father's death, she got a response. So I'm just going to read you. She's well, man, She's quite the texter. I'm just going to read you their texts. Oh, God. I can't wait to hear this. So this is from Chastity. She is texting daddy heart emoji. Oh. That's how she has him listed. Okay. Which, you know, Chastity, you live your life. You do it. All right. Hey, Dad, it's me. Tomorrow's going to be a tough day again. It's been four years since I lost you, and not a day goes by that I don't miss you. A lot has happened in that small time, but I'm sure you know since I tell you all the time. I beat cancer, and I haven't gotten sick since you were here. Like I promised you, I would take better care of myself. I finished college and graduated honors. Now I'm back finishing it up again. I fell in love and had my heart broken, but I picked my head up and became an even stronger woman. I lost all my friends and hit rock bottom. 
but I found someone who came into my life and saved me. I don't have children yet, you would be so happy, but I'm ready. I still drive Mama crazy every day, I'm keeping her on her toes. I'm sorry I wasn't there when you needed me the most, but one day we will have our chance to watch that game. I'm afraid of marriage because I'll have to walk down that long aisle alone and you won't be there to tell me everything will be okay. I'm doing great and you would be so proud of the woman I've become. No, my smart mouth and attitude have not changed and no, I have not gained weight and it's only in my head. I really wanted to say I love you and I miss you. And then... Brad responds. Well, hold on. Well, before Finally. you go on to Brad's response, which I'm very yes. excited to hear. Yes. What the fuck is that? That's not a text that- message. That's like a fucking email. Why are you putting um, this all in a text message? I mean, she just she just thinks she's texting her dad's. I know old phone, but at the like, same, it's that's so nothing. much. Like it's basically it's basically like her diary. Okay, I. That's what I think right. is basically what's happening. Like she's like just decided okay. to put all her thoughts down into text message form into one person who is no longer with us, and that's why she just spills all her guts every day, sometimes twice a day. Okay, sorry. So, so Brad. Brad <laughs> yeah. Yes, Brad responds. Hi, sweetheart. I'm not your father, but I have been getting all of your messages for the past four years. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. I look forward to your morning messages and your nightly updates. My name is Brad, and I lost my daughter in a car wreck August 2014, and your messages have kept me alive. When you text me, I know it's a message from God. I'm sorry you've lost someone so close to you, but I listened to you over the years, and I've watched you grow and go through more than anyone. I wanted to text you back for years, but I didn't want to break your heart. You are an extraordinary woman, and I wish my daughter would have become the woman you are. Thank you every day for your updates. You remind me that there is a God, and it wasn't his fault that my little girl's gone. He gave me you, my little angel, and I know this day was coming. Everything will be okay. You will push yourself every day and shine the light God gave you. I'm sorry you have to go through this, but if it makes it any better, I'm very proud of you. Boop, 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 beep, bop. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I'm sure they both yeah. find comfort in each other. I s- yes. It's still real weird to me. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. It's a weird situation because... For you, for... Oh, my God. So, yeah, basically a year before her dad died, I think he lost his daughter. Right. And so, like, it just, like, he just happened to get this new phone number, and then suddenly he starts receiving text messages from somebody saying, hi, dad, which must have been a fucking Uh, real freaky thing at first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I legit would have thought that we're, like, my dead daughter, like. Yes, and I would have loved to see the first messages that he saw, like, that was like, what the fuck? Well, and that surprises me that, like, for him to get those him to not respond because if he thought it was his dead daughter at first you would think he'd respond unless he just yeah, knew right I, away that it wasn't her i don't know because ah oh, it's so the, the texting style first of all so but maybe who knows but they both found comfort in right which is this weird one-sided but secretly two-sided relationship for four years it was very weird but they think they both found it heartwarming that they were both there for each other in a weird way because right yeah but so, yeah so that's does it the say fucked up news 
Yeah, wow. so that happened. See, you had said the name Brad, and I was like, Brad, it's going to be like some college jock or something. No, it was a dad. He's a dad Brad. Dad Brad. Yeah, he's a dad Brad who's into God. <laughs> Must be an old Brad. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> Man, I guess the Brads are getting old. What the I fuck, know, guys? I know. I mean, like, all the Ashleys, too. They're getting older. Ugh. What's the new young name? I can't Michaela. Wait like, Michaela's oh, I was going to say name. Mackenzie. Or, yeah. The, well, Mackenzie's the Mac- good, Mac- too. Yeah. Names. Michaela, Mackenzie, McKenna. That's going to be weird when those people oh. are older. Oh, my God. Grandma Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, that is too wild. All right. Well, that's that's my little well, story, which was basically just reading strangers' cool. text messages to you, but I liked it. <laughs> cool news story, boo. <laughs> it was yeah, really good. This, it's look, it happens sometimes. Anyway, you got a word to teach me because I'm pretty dumb and drunk right now. I do have a word. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right, so we're going to go with it. I don't care. I never know if I'm going to say it right. So it's Kirlian photography? Mm -hmm. Is it like aura photography? Yes. That is exactly what it is. Look at you. You should have four loco more often. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gets those brain juices flowing. Four loco, good for your brain. Yeah, so it's named after semen. Ooh. Ooh. Semen? I'm not sure. Mm. Kirlian? Mm, probably a semen. And it's a, it's a controversial technique. Uh-huh. Which I didn't realize that that was that controversial. To photograph a person's aura or biofield. So then I guess how to do it is you are creating contact print photographs using high voltage and basically what you're doing is you're placing photographic film sheet on top of you took photography for those who haven't yeah kind of like when you're about to like print a photo from a negative but instead of having a negative you use either someone's fingerprint like their oils from their fingerprint oh or they also do it with like plants so they'll put like a leaf on there and they'll just expose it and then there's like an aura that comes from whatever the object is or like an energy so like the more scientific side to it it's like an energy and so I was actually watching like a video about it where they were doing like the um, science experiment at some school I don't remember which one it was so they were doing this and so they would do like the fingerprint of so they'd find like a couple and then they'd so they do the fingerprint of the one person and then the fingerprint of the other person and they'd have different energies or auras coming out right and then Mm -hmm. they would do it where the fingerprints are touching so like the two people would be there actually touching it together and then Mm -hmm. the, the energy or aura so they're different energies and then when they're together they're kind of mixed so their energies then overlap each other so it's just kind of cool and then, like, cool. when they did it with, a pl- like, a plant leaf, so they did it with the leaf, and you could see, like, the aura around it, and then when they rip a piece of the leaf off, they do it again, and this, like, it, like, almost has, like, this ghost shape of where it used to be. Ooh. Like, this is the shape it should be, but it's not there anymore. It's not as dark as the rest of the, the sh- like, 
energy, but it still yeah. is there. So I thought that was neat too. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So that's Kirlian photography. I love it. Right? We need to get some of that done. Yeah. For ourselves. I'd love to see my aura. Yeah, but my aura is shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, time for the the main course. The meat. The meat of the show. Yes, the potatoes of the show. We're really moving along, which is great. <laughs> yes, let's get it done. Get it complete. All right. Who goes first I can't. in this episode? I don't remember. I think you went first last time. Okay, well then you can go. Okay. Do whatever you want. Okay. Okay, so do it. <clears throat> this week I will be oh, so we decided to do Oh wait, yeah, we're doing <laughs> <laughs> We decided to do haunted oh. museums. And I yes. will be telling you guys about the Mad River and NKP Railroad Society Museum. That's a really long name and I'm pretty sure that's the whole name. So I'm just gonna call it yes. the museum the whole time because I don't want to. I love keep when the river it. is mad. That's my favorite part. Right. Also, trains are cool. Right. <laughs> it's. I love train museums. I don't know if you've ever been to one. But I think they're really neat. I have not. So this one is in um, Ohio, so we could definitely go to it. I mean, there's a train museum down in Batavia, so oh, I could okay. probably pop down there. <laughs> or we could do that. I passed it one day on my bike. You know, I mean, but that, the Ohio one's probably better because it's haunted yeah. and stuff. But, like, I could go to a train museum. That's a little closer, <laughs> sure. I just need to apologize to everyone real quick. I'm a little mush mouth from my sickness, so if you can't understand me, I'm so sorry. Anyway. You're perfectly clear. I don't know why you're apologizing. I just, I don't know sickness makes you paranoid anyway um so the museum was founded in 1972 and like i said it's located in bellevue ohio before that it was a mansion which we all know Mm. mansions are always haunted now what i don't know is is it a mansion (laughs) then turned into something or did they knock down the mansion i'm thinking they knocked it down because then it was turned into a ymca and i can't imagine you know, they might have just knocked down the inside, Like, redone the like, inside. Okay, that could be. Yeah, like, because there's a, there's, you could have, like, a, a Walgreens inside of, like, a, the op, the building looks so opulent and weird from the outside because it's fancy, and mm-hmm. then Walgreens. <laughs> like, so you could do that. So, so that, okay. that, maybe that happened. So, yeah. it was a mansion, and then it was a YMCA. And then it was turned into this museum. So the museum holds hundreds of railroad artifacts on display, like engines, cabooses, World War II-era sleeper cars, uniforms, linens, and railroad timetables, which I didn't know what that was. And I was like, ah. You didn't know what a timetable well, was? Well, I do, like, it just, I don't know. I think I was just, like, thinking too into it, like, what the hell is that? And then I realized it's the oh, times. I thought it was more complicated than it was. Right. Like, I thought it was like, <laughs> oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, duh. It's the times of the train. <laughs> like, when, when the train's going to do. You know, this is an yeah. honest podcast, okay? I will sit here and look, talk yes. all day about how dumb I am and what things I have to look up. That's okay. 
We we have one brain cell between us and we share it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so employees and visitors of the museum believe several ghosts reside there, but there are two that are most frequent and um, have been identified. So the first one is the founder of the museum. We're going to call him Mr. Runkle because that's his his daughter's last name is Runkle, but then I was like, maybe she got married, but I don't know for sure. So this is just what we're going with, because they never actually give you his name. Um, Perfect. We don't get a man's name for once. Right? I, I was it. actually really surprised <laughs> by this. There's the Ohio Researchers of Banded Spirits, or they're called Orbs. I thought that was kind of neat. It's a neat name for a oh, paranormal group. that's cute. Right? Yes, Ohio let's has like do the it. best names, I swear. Anyway. Well, they, they just lucked out. Yeah. You're on the list, Ohio. I'm watching you. But I love how they came up with it, though. Ohio researchers of banded spirits. Like, how do... <laughs> I, I just like it. I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can stretch anything you want. So, Orbs had done a paranormal investigation at this museum, and they had come into contact with a ghost during that investigation. And it communicated that it recognized two people among them. So they assume it to be Dee Dee, his daughter, and her mother, who the group had included in the investigation. They believe he's still there watching over the grounds. So the second more popular ghost is of the famous deceased hobo, Steam Train Maury, or Maury Graham. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. He has been seen standing at the back of one of the cabooses. So, Maury had died in 2006, which seems really recent, but I guess not, considering I mean, yes. the times. 13 years ago? Yeah. yeah. My God, we're getting so old. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's not that long ago. I graduated. Ooh. Yeah. That's the same reaction. That was like the same thing I was going through. That feels bad, man. (laughs) So before he died, he made it a mission to preserve the memory of the hobos. And I just want to point this out. Hobo is actually a politically incorrect term. And... Is it? uh, That's what it said in the article I read, or in the book. So the book I read, it wasn't the the whole book, it was just part of it. Haunted Rails, Tales of Ghost Trains, Phantom Conductors, and Other Railroads by Matthew L. Swain. So he had said in there that it's politically incorrect to call them a hobo, and it's actually itinerant railroad rider, which is another word I had to look up. (laughs) So itinerant, if you don't know, because I didn't know, is uh, traveling from place to place especially to find work or as part of your work. So. Why did I just say railroad rider? Because that this it, itinerant mean, does not add anything to railroad rider. Because it just means traveling place from place. But rider, that also denotes I that, think, like that. You would think traveling from place to place when you're a railroad rider, you're obviously traveling from place to place. So itinerant, by its very definition, does not add anything to that those parts of the word so i think that but i think it's, it's more just, uh, traveling for work is where they were go- maybe going with it i don't know i don't know but yeah so i learned something new about the term hobo 
But what's funny is once I read that part, they continue to use the term over and over again in the book. And I'm like, well, if it's so so politically incorrect, why do you keep using it? I don't know. I need to look more into this. Um, Yes. Maury, who I just now keep thinking of the talk show host. Yes. Had tried to keep the memory. He, he would just randomly go. He would roll in from town to town right? and just walk up to men and go, you are not the father. Ah! And then he would <laughs> fuck off out of town. He just liked to start shit in different towns. That's what yeah. he liked to do. Yeah. He was just always telling people that they were or were not the father. Right. You just find random people. Yeah, that was his favorite. That's his pastime. I mean, that's <laughs> a good hobby. Good job, Maury. I love it. Yoldy Maury. Railroad Maury. Right? He had tried to keep the memories alive by writing about it, about his experiences on the railroad and the people he met. And then he would just keep doing, like, interviews to kind of just keep keep the momentum of the memories. But people believe he's keeping them al- the memories alive of the railroad by refusing to take the final train to the afterlife. Well, you know, that's that's his business. Right? So people believe that Steam Train Mari is attached to one of the artifacts in the museum, possibly the caboose he's been seen on. Mm, that would be a, a, a pretty good guess. Yes. <laughs> if he's literally not been seen anywhere else, that's probably it. So if this were yeah, supernatural yeah. and this were a bad ghost, <laughs> they'd have to fucking oh my god, they would have to burn. They'd the, have to burn, the whole, burn the whole fucking, fucking caboose. caboose? <laughs> oh, they would do it too. Those crazy vandals, right? There are other strange things that have happened in the museum. Strange sounds and voices echoing in the halls. There have been people who have heard voices from the cars, and it gives them the spooks. There were some investigators that had heard screaming for help in the museum. And oh, no. it doesn't say where the screaming came from. And it makes Uh-oh. me so mad. Don't give information and not give, like, more specifics around it. Mm. I hate it. Well, maybe they didn't know where they came guess. from. They were just in the museum. Just the museum. Like, help, help. And she's like, shit, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I don't know, bro. So it's not just the the visual ghosts and sounds that are are scaring the people at this museum. A lot of people have said they have weird feelings at certain times and in certain spots. Some people okay. have said they feel like they're being watched and others are just creeped out for no reason. The society trustee has never seen a ghost, but has experienced hearing voices and has had the feeling of being watched when they're at night. And then Orbs believes that all museums are haunted because of all the historical objects that they house, and they serve as some sort of passenger station for several spirits, which I thought was fitting, because this is a railroad mm-hmm. museum. I thought it was a yeah. good... That's a bit on-the-nose orbs, <laughs> right? I might be saying. <laughs> so, that is my short, but pretty good, I think, story of the Mad River and NKP Railroad Society Museum. That river is so bad. So bad. That's a good. Cool story, boo. Thank you. Cool story, boo. All right, so I'm going to tell you today about the Whaley House Museum. Oh. <laughs> because it's a house 
But it's a museum inside. I like that. But it's still a house. Yes. I like that we both picked museums that are not like traditional museums. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. Well, because it turns out lots of museums are haunted because they have old ass shit in them. And this is like specifically like an old tragic house and you know, what does it happen? So, So the Whaley House is a very, very haunted house. It's located in San Diego, California. 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 Wow. Knows California. California. City of care. No, it's located in San Diego, California. I know how to use words. Oh, the Whaley House is a classic example of 19th century Greek revival architecture. I'll have you know. Um, it was formally dedicated as a museum in the 1960s and has been open to the public ever since. Nice. Uh, it was built in... In 1857, by Thomas Whaley, he was one of them gold rush motherfucks who came from New York. He lived there with his wife and his two daughters. I think their names were Anna and Violet. They're historic in this San Diego town. Most of this stuff comes from actually whaleyhouse.org. Because, uh, guess what? They acknowledge that it's kind of, it's kind of maybe a spooky place. It's like, uh, everyone keeps coming here and says it's haunted, so... It happens. So the earliest documented ghost at the Whaley House is Yankee Jim, whose real name was James Robinson. He was convicted of an attempted grand larceny in San Diego in 1852 and hanged on the gallows off the back of a wagon on the site where the house now stands. Oh. Um, The local newspaper reported that he kept his feet in the wagon as long as possible, but it was finally pulled off. He swung back and forth like a pendulum until he strangled to death because these gallows were short as fuck. They didn't believe in snapping people's necks. No. They believed in giving everyone the slow strangle. That's... Which is very... It's bad. That's Don't do that. That's how you get haunted. Yeah. Turns out Thomas Whaley was a spectator at this execution that he still decided to buy the property and built his family home there. That's just what you do. I mean... Yes. Well, look. Old man Whaley. He is a hoot. Because that's not the only execution he witnessed there. Oh, God. Yeah. It was the town gallows. Right. That's where they hung everyone, and he bought that property. I don't know what is wrong with this man, but he's he's a wrong man. All right. So the Whaley House was haunted from the day it was built. Apparently, soon after they moved in, heavy footsteps were heard moving about the house. Thomas Whaley described them as sounding as though they were made by boots of a large man. Finally, he came to the conclusion that these unexplained footfalls were made by Yankee Jim Robinson. Another source states that Lillian Whaley, the Whaley's youngest daughter, who lived in the house until 1953, convinced them that the ghost of Yankee Jim haunted the old house. A visitor to the museum in 1962 mentioned that the ghost had driven her family from their visit. Her mother was unnerved by the phantom walking noises by the strange windows, unlatched, and flew up. Wait by this phantom walking noise and the strange way the windows unlatched and flew up. God damn. I'm just <laughs> skipping words. You got there. Oh my god. Since the Whaley families have died, uh, many visitors to the house have reported encountering Thomas Whaley himself. A former curator of the museum said, we had a little girl, perhaps four or six, four or six, five or six years old. I know numbers as well as words. Five or six years old, who waved to a man she said she saw standing in the parlor. We couldn't see him. Rough in children's sensitivity is greater than adults. 
However, many adults have reported seeing the apparition of Mr. Whaley, usually on the upper landing. One said he was clad in a coat and pantaloons. The face turned away from her so she could not make him out. Suddenly, it faded away. The ghost of Anna Whaley has also been seen. She has been seen floating through the gardens out in the back. Um, the witness says there was something filmy white. It looked like an apparition of some kind. I got so excited I couldn't restrain myself. I flipped out the flashlight and nothing was there. I feel like pointing a flashlight at a ghost is going to make it go away. Uh, yeah, usually. <laughs> Alright, so another presence reported by visitors is of a young girl who's usually found in the dining room or parlor. Psychic Sybil Leek encountered the spirit during the 60s. She said it was a long-haired girl. She was very quick, you know, in a longish dress. She went to the table in this room, and I went into the chair. She also said, There's a lot of confusion in this house. There's a young girl in the parlor. Chest trouble. Someone had control of her. I'll get to that later oh. as well. <laughs> See, I'm gonna make a quick guess here. And this dude that bought yes. the, that created the house purposely wanted uh-huh. to die there so that he could be a ghost there. He's if he wanted to be a ghost there, he is not a powerful ghost there. Okay. I was assuming he, he was made like a controlling a ghost. No, because the girl who Sybil Leak was sensing was actually Thomas Whaley's daughter. Okay. Violet. Chest trouble? Violet killed herself. Oh. She had a bad marriage. I think her husband cheated on her or was just a rapscallion. You know, mm-hmm. he was just a shit. So she moved back with her parents. And one day she stole her father's gun, went out into the outhouse, and shot herself in the chest. Oh, wow. She didn't die right away. Her father heard the noise, went out, found her, brought her back into the parlor where she survived for 45 minutes and then she died yeah it's crazy um there have been a few uh apparitions of a dog oh people have seen a small fox terrier running down the halls with his ears flapping and into the dining room but there's no there's no dogs on the property currently but the whaleys did have a little terrier named dolly varden so maybe little dolly's still there which is adorable it is adorable so that's the official Whaley House sanctioned ghost hauntings. But I chose this place because I recently saw a Holzer Files episode. Oh. Episode 3, Grave Revenge. And it was a pretty cool episode. I'm going to recommend that. Oops, spoilers. That's my recommendation. <laughs> um, uh, so Hans Holzer said that this was probably the most haunted house in America. Turns out the Whaleys were haunted. And there's newly uncovered letters from Mrs. Whaley. She said... Quote, I think this house is doomed and possessed of spirits. So yeah, they felt haunted, but it's probably because they built their house on a fucking gallows. That People died there. Everyone who was hung for any sort of offense before they built their house. Oh my god, that's that's so bad. Why would you ever do that? That seems like bad mojo. So old man Whaley knew about the gallows. He witnessed not only Yankee Jim's hanging, but... Also, several other hangings before Yankee Jim's hanging. William Marshall and Juan Bardugo were hung there. There was like some sort of land dispute. They basically wanted to kill all these white intruders. And they, you know, it's a pretty good idea, but they got caught and hung. 
Thomas Whaley witnessed their execution. He was there for it. And then he was also part of the firing squad that hunted down their leader, Antonio Gara. So Mr. Whaley has he's done murders. He has built yeah. his house on pawn murders. He is not the best of guys. No. So back to the medium, the, me- the original medium. She said, people quarreled over the spot. He died here, unhappy. He wants this house for himself. He is laughing. Yes. So, like, they go into this house thinking, oh my god, this must be Yankee Jim. But they keep on finding evidence and responses when they try talking to Juan Verdugo. They actually get several intelligent responses. They get, once when calling him out specifically, they got an audible response. And once they got an EVP response. So, like, they don't think it's actually Yankee Jim that is the powerful guy. They think it's actually this Juan guy who is actually the presence. And he, what did they say? They said he doesn't like when there's noise in the house unless he is making it. Oh. Like, he wanted this land. He died for this land. And he's going to keep on doing shit in here. And they think that, like, he might have been like oppressing Violet a little bit and like encouraged her like spiritually to kill herself because you know marriages go bad Mm -hmm. but I know it's a bit dramatic yeah it is a bit dramatic so people they don't just see stuff and hear stuff in this house people get touched in this house one of the workers in this house was vacuuming in the parlor where the spirit doesn't like noise and suddenly was on the ground and he's like, what the fuck? But then, when the Holzer Files people were doing their investigation, Dave Schrader was in that same spot, and they were talking like, what are you doing? Who are you think you are? Blah, 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 blah. Doing all that ghost shit. And he got pushed into another man oh. and onto the ground. And it's fully on camera. They're all in this little group. And I'm an animator, so I can tell you that he did not throw himself because I can tell when people are throwing themselves because I do that all the time <laughs> so that I can clean it up and look, make it look like I'm not doing that. So, like, I could tell this 300-pound man did not just artfully, like, ooh, I'm throwing myself perfectly from just, like, I'm so good at faking this. Like, no, I don't believe you're good at faking that. You're, you're a normal man. You're not a specially trained stunt man. I don't think you threw yourself. But, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, so basically, go to the Whaley house if you want to get fucked (laughs) up by a ghost. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Oh, man. I love it. I'm glad you like that hot mess of a story. No, it was was awesome. (laughs) It was good. Cool story, boo. Thanks, boo. (laughs) I have a bit of a delay. Uh, Oh, yeah? It's it's a little long. We'll just wrap this up real quick. But that's okay. Our delay won't matter. Okay. Okay. So, recommendations. Um, yeah, you guys should definitely watch The Holzer Files. (laughs) I know everybody already recommended it. But I've now watched five episodes, and I can confirm it's pretty good. Um, it seems like they don't, if they don't find evidence, they move the fuck along. That's (laughs) They don't make it up. They just go, cool, we're not, there's nothing here. Because that's what they did in one episode. They tried looking into an old file. They found nothing. So they're like, uh, let's go to the similar case. It's in Missouri. I like that. And investigate there. So, like, they don't keep trying to find something that's not going to be there. But also this episode was great. Because you get to see Dave Schrader get pushed around. 
Well, now I do have, I really gotta watch this. Maybe I'll watch one tonight. Okay, I'm gonna recommend Night at the Museum. All three of them. I think uh, there's three. Uh-huh. Something like that. Even though they're not ghosts, I feel like it's, it's still ghost cool. related. It's ghost adjacent. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely watch it. It's where everything at the museum comes to life. And that's kind of like what happens at haunted museums. Things come to life. Yes. Also, I, I decided to get on the Disney Plus train and <gasps> definitely did that today. Wow. How's <laughs> that I've only going? had it for like six hours and I fucking love it. So <laughs> there's like a ton Have of stuff on it. watching shit for six hours? Basically. Yeah, I mean, Disney Disney owns so much, so. And it's what's nice is there's also like National Geographic stuff on here. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like National Geographic shows. Yeah. So I'm also recommending Disney Plus. But I did I do enjoy it. So if you're on the fence about it, just do the six day trial or whatever they have and then And see if, see you, if you like on it. On the fence or off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which side of the fence are you gonna be on? Right. Plus or minus. <laughs> Disney minus. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well I guess that's our show for today. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. show. If you have your own spooky story you'd like to tell us that you'd like us to tell over on the podcast. Wow, that was much longer than that needed to be. Anyway, if you want to send us it. information, <laughs> you could do that at theghosthost at gmail.com. We've got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think we still got a Tumblr. We don't use it very yeah, often. Yeah, got it all. But you know what? That's okay. Look at all of our... At us. It's fine. <laughs> You can, you know, like our shit, whatever. Rate and review us on yes. Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to. I think that's it. Yeah, sounds Did good Did I to miss me. anything? I don't think you missed a damn thing. Okay, cool. We're all good. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. We'll, we'll, we'll haunt you again next week. Yeah. Bye, boo. Well, it's just... Willis, you're forbidden from being on this couch. Get. Get. <laughs> away. Don't. You're not. What are you doing? Don't. Get. 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 Don't go to the... Oh. So you get out of my reach. Oh, oh your cat. I am. Are you a monster? Yeah. What do you... Okay. Yeah, go lay on my bag. That's fine. <laughs> not in my bag. Oh, my God. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, monster. Oh,